Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Weekday Wednesday, Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast about all things medical cannabis. Your host, Bellstar. And the Cannabis Kid. Our show features news, interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona, and, and the, the world, world at large. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646-915-8421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email thctucson at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Tumbleweed's Health Center and Studio C, along with our many sponsors for hosting our show every week. With the lowest price certifications in town, you'll find hemp products accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education. Visit Tumbleweed Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at tumbleweedhealthcenter.com. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. Are chronic conditions holding you back from a happy, healthy life? Get on the right track with Tumbleweeds Health Center. Our CBD products are formulated to fit your healthy lifestyle. I would definitely say that CBD has changed my life. I mean, I don't worry about my dog anymore, and I don't worry about sleeping anymore. Tumbleweeds Health Center, voted number one health center in Tucson, has created a proprietary number of CBD blends, each designed to promote health and well-being. Let Tumbleweeds Health Center show you how CBD products might help you improve your life the natural way. All right. All right. All right. Let's see. Can you hear me now, Silver Sister? Okay. Can you still hear me if I do that? Can you hear me now? I don't. Oh, you can. Okay. Well, that worked. Well, geez. Welcome to Weed Say Wednesday, everybody. Holy Toledo. I don't even know if I can, uh, let's see here. Oh, my gosh. This is ridiculous. Let's see if this even works. I don't think this is even going to work. Nope. (laughs) No, that won't work. I don't think you can hear that. I don't know what's going on with the broadcast this morning, but this is just really crazy. All right. Well, welcome to Weed Say Wednesday. Uh, we were just talking about um, certifications, actually. I just threw on that commercial because we were trying to figure, I was trying to figure this stupid sound thing out again. 
Um, it's really ridiculous. And now I'm in my headset, but the music won't play. All sorts of crazy things are happening right now. Too early to try and figure this out. <laughs> so welcome to Weeds Day Wednesday. Thank you to Tumbleweeds Health Center and the Good Thief. Tumbleweeds uh, is at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. You can come and get certified and meet with one of our awesome doctors. The Good Leaf is at 6224 East Seaway Boulevard, and there is a beautiful selection of uh, hemp and CBD products of all sorts, so you have to go in there. There's there's everything in there, and it's gorgeous in there. And you get to talk to um, our awesome staff, Kathy or Haley. So um, if you want to know what you can get certified for, if you want to save a whole lot of money, have legal protection, and Get more cannabis, better cannabis, stronger cannabis. Uh, in the rec program, you don't get as strong as. Get on over to Tumbleweeds Health Center. And you can listen to the radio show from right there. You can comment, comment uh, log in and comment. But if you want to get certified, go to the certification section. You can book your appointment right there. It's a little button. Just click book appointment and it'll take you to a groovy little calendar. And if you have one of the following conditions, you can get a medical marijuana card. PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain, severe nausea, seizures, including epilepsy, uh, HIV, hep C, ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's disease, cachexia, wasting syndrome, Severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis. And the other, the cool thing about this program is that, um, oh, there's another mosquito. The cool thing about the program is that if you're getting, um, if you're being treated for something, ooh, now it's gone. If you're getting treated for something that's not on this list, but it's causing something on the list, I know, crazy, you can get your card for that. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. That's right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. Uh, you can email thctucson at gmail.com. And you can come right on down to 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. We're open Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. All right. Again, for all those that missed it, it is July 19th, my brother's birthday, and most importantly, 159 days until Christmas. For the best student, Silver Sister, 159 days. Can you believe we're that far into it? I know you're rolling your eyes. You're like, oh my God. why? Why? Just getting you, getting you ready. Um, all right. Okay, let's see what's going on in the world. Well, where I was talking about heat earlier and uh, how records over here as being over 110 degrees for, I think they're at like 18 days or something crazy like that. That's hot. That's really hot. And that's like, that's hot. You just don't even want to go out hot. That's crazy hot. All right. But uh, we've got a new story around the hot. Arizona adults get free marijuana when temperature surpasses 109. Wow. 
Arizona's summer heat wave is scorching the entire state, but for cannabis consumers, the high heat comes with a silver lining. Free weed. Mint Cannabis, a medical and recreational marijuana dispensary chain with five locations in Arizona, announced in June that it is giving away a free pre-roll to customers 21 and over at any of its five Metro Phoenix dispensaries on any day in 2023 when the uh, temperature at Phoenix Sky Harbor Airport reaches 110 degrees Fahrenheit or higher, as per the official reading, and no purchase is necessary. Ho, ho, ho. Uh, the summer pre-roll giveaway is the Mint's way of showing appreciation to its loyal customers and providing some additional relief during the sweltering summer months. The cannabis industry operator believes that this initiative will not only offer a refreshing treat to customers, but that it will also encourage responsible and legal cannabis consumption within the con- community. Mint's dispensaries are at... Um, 5210 South Priest Drive in Tempe, 30, uh, 330 East Southern Avenue in Mesa, uh, 17036 North Cape Creek Road in Phoenix, 2444 West Northern Avenue in Phoenix, and 1211 North 75th Avenue in Phoenix. To participate in the summer pre-roll giveaway, customers must be 21 years or older and present valid identification at any mint cannabis dispensary in the Metro Phoenix area. This promotion is limited at one free pre-roll per customer per day during eligible high-temperature days. Mint Cannabis encourages follow the Arizona Department of Health Services guidelines and consume cannabis responsibly. And I say, stay hydrated because, (laughs) wow, so five dispensaries. Um, And uh, like I said, They've reached temperatures that are hitting records, 18 days over 110 degrees. So, wow, 18 days times five dispensaries and all those pre-rolls. Whew, hope you guys don't run out of weed. <laughs> that's crazy, but that's cool. Good for them. And it'll get people um, out, by, you know, once you're there, you're going to be like, well, you may as well get blah, 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 right? You know, you might as well just fill up the cabinet while you're there. Um, I'm going to put some cannabis on my mosquito bite right now because it looks like my big toe just got smashed by a truck but it just got bit by a mosquito. <laughs> um, no, it's my little skinny toe. Probably why. Um, yeah, so be careful out there. Hydrate sickles and um, vitamin water. Pedialyte, something like that. All right, well, there you have it. Mint, go get your free weed. Awesome. All right, let's see what else is going on in the world of weed out there. If you want to participate in the show, you can call in at 646-915-8421. When you do call in, press uh, pound or no, precious one or pound one. I just hit number one. And then we will know that you um, to be on air with us and you can comment and chat and, and tell us your story. All right, in the news. Let's see. Um, oh, Canna Beginners, how to legally use cannabis in Japan. Ooh, before talking in Tokyo, get the facts on what's legal. Okay, let's find out what's going on in Tokyo. Here we go. Japan has a long history with plant medicine, including cannabis and psychedelics. But like most of the world, 
After World War II, they were forced to change their drug laws to match those of the United States. Now, Japan is in a similar place to where the United States was back in the 1990s with, excuse me, activists fighting to re-educate society about that rich history and a medical cannabis industry in its earlier years bringing cannabis to Japan. Before getting into Japanese cannabis laws, a word on bringing cannabis to Japan, as this Japanese custom brochure makes clear, don't even think about bringing drugs, drugs into Japan. Just don't even think about it. Punishments are different depending on the substance in question, and even legally prescribed opioids need pre-approval from the Japanese government, or you may be arrested when you enter the country. Hmm. When it comes to cannabis, importing cannabis to Japan with no intent to sell can be punished by up to seven years in prison with intent to sell. It could become 10 years. Simple possession of cannabis is up to five years with intent to sell becomes seven years. By comparison, Japanese law on selling opium are less restrictive than those for cannabis. History of cannabis use in Japan. Japan has a long history with cannabis and hemp, dating back to the Jamon period, roughly 11,000 to 300 BC. Some of the earliest evidence of use is from pottery recovered from the uh, Fukui um, Prefecture, Junichi, Junichi Takayasu, sorry, who founded a cannabis museum in Tojigi Prefecture, is an expert on the history of cannabis in Japan and says, quote, most Japanese people see cannabis as a subculture of Japan, but they're wrong. Cannabis has been um, at the very heart of Japanese culture for thousands of years. During the, millenni- uh, during the millennia, cannabis and hemp important roles in Japanese culture with hemp being used to craft all manner of things from clothing to sacred shinchu rope and cannabis-based medicines available in drugstores into the 20th century. Yeah. Uh, Takayasu says that during World War II, quote, there was a saying among the, among the military that without cannabis, the war couldn't be changed. Everything changed after World War II. When Japan lost the war, the United States occupied Japan and brought their prohibitionist view of drugs with them. Shintoism, the native belief system of Japan, which predates historical records, is a spirituality that recognizes the divine spirit, kami, of things in nature such as trees, mountains, and waterfalls. Shinto translates the way of the gods, quote, and celebrates the season showing reverence through a small shrine near the natural spirit being honored. Shinto also includes uh, rituals to purify, which traditionally involve priests waving bundles of hemp leaves. Hmm. Beyond bundles of hemp leaves, Shinto shrines are adorned with Shimanawa, a sacred rope made from hemp, given the importance of hemp to practitioners of Shinto, even even though cannabis cultivation is very harshly regulated in Japan, there's a special license for people growing hemp to produce Shimanawa. Hmm. CBD is illegal but limited. Medical cannabis, uh, uh, thanks to a loophole in Japan's Cannabis Control Act, CBD uh, products derived from hemp have been legal since 2013, so long as they meet certain requirements. First off, 
it is effectively impossible to extract CBD from hemp grown in Japan, so all legal CBD products are imported. And those imported products must certify that they are THC-free. Secondly, the only legal CBD in Japan must be extracted from the stem and seeds only, which means, unlike France, CBD flower is not legal. Despite these limitations, a Tokyo-based research group estimates that Japanese CBD industry is estimated to be 59 million in 2019, nearly 20 times what it was in 2015. Future projections anticipate the CBD industry in Japan could be 800 million by 2024. Part of the reason for that growth is in the U.S. Clever chemists are tweaking CBD into THCO and a range of other cannabinoids. While CBD is legal for some use in Japan, at present they still have not finalized their attempts to medical legalization, which began in 2021, when the health ministry announced a plan to potentially reform the Cannabis Control Act. Part of that reform effort involved the creation of an expert committee, and those experts recommended various uh, reforms, including medical cannabis legalization. Currently, the Cannabis Control Act uses a part-based system where certain parts of the plant are prohibited or legal for use and where the current CBD loophole came from. Experts hope that current reforms could include switching to an ingredient-based system just looking at cannabinoid content. The benefits of that switch could include the legalization of smoked or vaporized CBD flour or possibly the birth of cannabis industry. <clears throat> Despite extremely restrictive laws around cannabis, psychedelic mushrooms, peyote, and other hallucinogens were legal in Japan until 2002. Those psychedelic plants were sold by street vendors and in vending machines at, quote, love hotels, and there generally was a permissive attitude towards plant psychedelics. That all changed in 2002 when Japanese authorities changed the law and closed the loophole around plant psychedelics, possibly because the World Cup raised concerns about hordes of soccer hooligans high on mushrooms. (laughs) Those uh, enterprising street vendors have not gone out of business and now sell, quote, dapu herb, quote, which is similar it, which is a similar idea to spice or bath salts, the quasi-legal drugs, plant matter sprayed with substances that resemble other drugs, stimulants, cannabinoids, hallucinogens, etc. Well, that's scary. Psychedelics. All right. Well, um, if you're in Japan, I don't know. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Other countries and cannabis use, I say if you're going there, just like they said, don't even think about it. If you live there, you know your laws and your rules and what to do and what not to do. Um, it's scary out there when it comes to cannabis still because people still have a very um, interesting way that they're looking at it. Some very negative. Uh, there's still a couple states out there that just still don't want anything to do with it. I think there are only three states that have to check that out that just want absolutely nothing to do with cannabis whatsoever, uh, which is very interesting, but uh, they'll come around. Um, there is a cannabis conference coming up in 2023. Where is that? Let's see. That's August 15th to the 17th in Vegas, baby. I say we go and write it all off. 
cannabis conference, VIB cultivation roundtables. Um, there's a Q&A with Lindsay Renner uh, on surviving the downturn. The owner of a native Humboldt Farms shares strategies she's implemented to lower production and post-harvest costs and improve efficiency as well as advice she has for other growers during these challenging times. Yeah, well, besides the, you know, the weather and the cost of everything, um, I think that the markets are just getting super flooded uh, with growers. So, see, what else is going on in the world today? Uh-huh. Boston 280E THC party. Um, um, the Massachusetts-based multi-state cannabis operator protests, protested unfair cannabis inter- industry tax laws that have hurt businesses and workers alike. Oh, they're all in a boat. Someone looks like Ben Franklin. Okay. All right. Uh, say before we start reading any of these interesting things, we get to this interesting thing right here. I'll be blazing and smoking it, about to go and get some munchy snacks Passing up on those cracker jacks, Reese's pizzas are where it's at Gotta get me some soda, pop cotton mouth has been creeping up I can't remember where I put my keys, yeah, that's what's up I'ma take your grandpa's ride, I'ma take your grandpa's ride No, for real, ask your grandpa, can I take a 65? Deville cruising to my local Publix Nothing better than rolling with two super fly chicks They have frozen burritos, I bought frozen burritos I bought some Ben and Jerry's, and then I bought some Cheetos Hello, hello, my main man Obama A couple states have just reformed their laws on marijuana What you gonna do, send the feds there? Hell no, the DEA's would be like, ah, oh, they got volcanoes I'm gonna smoke some weed, only got $20 in my pocket I'm a hunt, looking for a pot shop, this is fucking know about the science of marijuana what you know about people suffering from glaucoma they need it they need it it helps them with their condition if you don't believe me then just ask some eye physicians thank your granddad for voting for that guy richard nixon is the president who made the plant illegal but science is now showing that it's medicine for people and the private sector fighting to keep all of that illegal alcohol and tobacco pharmaceutical prisons i'll take those four major lobby groups and fight those motherfuckers they're making money day and night all those motherfuckers and bribing congress out of sight all those motherfuckers 
us They'd be like, oh, it's immoral and unhealthy I'm like, how many people are you making wealth? Anti-marijuana lobbies are making all kinds of profits And they don't want you to stop it because of all the special interests I call that getting swindled and pimped shit I call that getting tricked by the government That law's hella old so it's time to update it, regulate it, and then get it under state control. Peak game, look into my political telescope. Think it's gonna stay like this forever? Not hella won't. Not hella won't. Hey Obama, stop being a hypocrite. You used to smoke weed, Drug tests some players for cannabis use, but 
they no longer impose suspensions to those who test positive for it. In June, the regulatory body of the National Collegiate Athletic Association, the NCAA, similarly signed its support for moving uh, cannabis from the association's banned drug list and testing protocols. Well, I don't know. What do you say, Silver Sister? How many years before all this is just hoo-ha and the government just rolls out its program? What year are we? <clears throat> all right. Let's see. What, 10 more years? What do you think? 10 years? Sounds good to me. That'll be about right. All right. Let's see. Uh, let's go back to the pack. All right. First Political Action Committee PAC called Legalize America has launched with backing from the advocacy group U.S. Cannabis Council as well as legal cannabis industry companies. It's described as the first super PAC aimed at cannabis reform in the U.S. Legalize America is a bipartisan PAC with goals that include working to pass the safe banking law to open up the banking system to legal marijuana companies, and to urge the Biden administration to change the current status of cannabis as a Schedule I controlled substance to either a Schedule Three drug or descheduling it entirely. Uh, quote, we'll support candidates who are advancing reform and oppose those who are blocking it, said David Culver, Senior Vice President of Public Affairs for the U.S. Cannabis Council. Cure Relief Holdings, Inc., Kronos Group, and Dutchie are among the major supporters of, of Legalize America, Market Watch reported. Um, so let's go see what Legalize America is all about. Together we can transform, Amer- uh, transform cannabis policy and end the war on drugs. Uh, you can get signed up for SMS messages. Legalize America is dedicated to ending the war on drugs and promoting responsible cannabis legalization across the United States. Our mission is to advocate for individual freedom, access, and criminal justice reform while supporting communities that have been disproportionately impacted by decades of drug prohibition. We are committed to working with advocates, industry professionals, and community leaders to create policies that support cannabisable manner. Our primary focus is on promoting federal legalization, expunging records for nonviolent cannabis offenses, and ensuring that the benefits of legalization reach all Americans, regardless of race, ethnicity, or socioeconomic status. Join Legalize America as we work together to create a brighter, more just future. By supporting our case, you are helping bring about meaningful change and empowering millions of Americans. For media inquiries, please reach out to press at legaliseamerica.us. All right, there you go. Oh, man, where are these guys coming from? I'm so sorry. I'm so distracted by the amount of mosquitoes that are in my house right now. It's insane. No idea where the heck they're coming from, but I am being invaded. So, yep, doors are all getting closed now. (laughs) And, man, I should just start smoking the bong, getting them high, so that they have a very, they can just drop dead on the ground there. Well, they wouldn't be dead. They'd just be super high. <laughs> All right, doors are closing. Sorry, mosquitoes. There's one more in here, and I'm going to get it. All right. Well, so there you have it. Legalize America. Well, and, uh, I thought while we were reading the last article, that would be kind of cool to talk about the scheduling 
won't think we talked about that for a while. So we can look up, up the schedule of drugs because um, that's kind of neat. We tell you what uh, what every um, what everything's scheduled under the schedule of drugs. See if it comes up that way. But boy, I'm telling you, man, this mosquito's gonna get me. <laughs> oh, schedule organization. Okay. So here's the schedule. Here's what our government has has where our government has put the schedule of drugs one through five. Um, and last article said, why don't we make it a schedule three, and or take it off schedule altogether, which would probably be the better thing to do. But let's see what we got going on here. So schedule one, where marijuana is, our government has also listed ecstasy, heroin, LSD, and peyote. Schedule one narcotic. All right. Did I get it already? Woohoo. Sorry, babe. Schedule two, uh, methamphetamine, cocaine, fentanyl, Vicodin, oxycodone, and Adderall. Schedule three, you've got uh, anabolic steroids, testosterone, and ketamine. Four, Xanax, Ambien, Ativan, and Valium. And schedule five, cough suppressants. Now, these are all... Um, ranked in order of how they say you can just be addicted and um, and how bad they are for you. So they consider um, <laughs> Valium and cough suppressants and testosterone and ketamine and cocaine better for you than marijuana. So there you have it. That uh, drug schedule explained. Um, yeah, it's very interesting. And so, yeah, I think you should just you should just take it off all together. Let's see. And what what was in, what did they want to put in Schedule 3? Uh, oh, anabolic steroids, testosterone, and ketamine. I don't know. I don't even think it should be in that. <laughs> all right. So let's see what's going, what else is going on in the world of weed. Remember, you can call in 646-915-8421. If you want to get certified in the great state of Arizona, you can do so. Uh, by seeing one of our lovely doctors. And um, let's just learn a little bit about that. So we're open Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. You can book your appointment right online. We're open 10 to 6. And we do offer telemedicine. Um, but if you have one of these conditions, you can get a medical cannabis start. You have PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain, severe nausea, seizures, including epilepsy, HIV, Hep C, ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's disease, cachexia or wasting syndrome, severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis. That would cover Parkinson's and things like that. Chronic pain covers most uh, most everything, fibromyalgia, migraines, all the arthritis pains, um, all the back pains. IBS, things, anything that, that causes pain that's uh, in your chronic pain. So the other cool thing about our program um, is that if you're being treated for something but that, you know, the condition's not on the list, but you're taking something, um, a medication or a treatment that's causing something on that list, you can get your medical cannabis started. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. 
Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification, health, and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. That's right. Give us a call, 520-838. You can come down to uh, Tumbleweed Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Again, we're open Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday, 10 to 6. Uh, if you want some hemp CBD, you can get it there as well. You can also get it at the Good League at 6224 East Speedway Boulevard. And just to mention, the best of Tucson is out, and um, voting is open, and we would love a vote. Uh, for Tumbleweeds Health Center. They did put us on their best CBD shop, so we'll take that because we've been doing CBD the longest. <laughs> um, and then uh, they did put us on their best alternative healthcare health center. So um, we would love your votes. So check it out. And um, I did send out an email blast. Uh, let's see. Um, I'm going to put it on the website, but I will also right now stick it in our little chat section here if you are logged in and you can chat with us and you can say hello uh we greatly appreciate it and uh, let's see here if we say hi and then we post our best of link you can click that and get over to oh maybe it's not clickable it's not clickable oh what is this attach something no add um no we just want to do the best of well if you just copy and paste that into your browser any browser, you can vote for Tumbleweed Health Center. Yay. All right. Let's see what else is going on in the world. Um, in the world. Back to high time. New York Senator urges aggressive action on unlicensed cannabis shops. Oh, ho, ho. Anybody out there buying stickers? New York Senator Brad Boylman Segal urged the Office of Cannabis Management to take action on unlicensed dispensaries. And boy, have you been seeing that. Senator Brad. New York State Senator wrote a letter to the state's Office of Cannabis Management urging leadership to engage in, quote, aggressive action on unlicensed <clears throat> cannabis retailers after witnessing them in his own neighborhood. Um, State Senator Brad, chair of the Senate Judiciary Committee and representing New York's 47th state uh, Senate district on Manhattan's west side, is tired of unlicensed cannabis stores and dispensaries popping up across town. Uh, He wrote a letter, he wrote a public letter on July 17th addressed to Office of Cannabis Management Executive Director Christopher Alexander and Tremaine Wright, chair of the Cannabis Control Board, urging action immediately. Quote, in the 2023 budget, the New York State Legislature granted additional authority to the Office of Cannabis Management, OCM, and the Department of Taxation and Finance, DTF, to address unlicensed cannabis stores. This includes conducting inspections, imposing civil penalties, and seeking injunctions to shut down stores. I am grateful to see OCM and DTF begin to take action. Given the serious issues caused by these stores, I urge OCM and DTF to continue to act quickly and aggressively to shut down these unlicensed stores. 
Uh, he addressed the severity of the issue, including stores dotting Manhattan. Quote, the scale of these unlicensed stores is staggering, with over 100 stores identified in Hell's Kitchen alone. As I have expressed previously, these stores are deceptive to consumers, hazardous to public health, cheating on their taxes, undermining the state's equity-based and legal cannabis rollout, and have little incentive to inspect IDs to ensure they're not selling to minors. Additionally, are unregulated and have little oversight. They pose a danger to employees and neighbors. He went on a step further to name dispensaries that are either unlicensed or have received complaints. Well, I am enforcing, oh, I am enclosing a list of stores which have been reported to us by constituents as well as a list of unlicensed stores in Hell's Kitchen compiled by the Hell's Kitchen Neighborhood Coalition. I urge OCM to act expeditiously to shut down these stores. New York Governor Kathy Hochul is also ramping up efforts to tackle the illegal dispensary situation. New York State Office of Cannabis Management and Department of Taxation and Finance began inspections of unlicensed uh, shops in early June under a new law signed by the governor a month prior in May. <clears throat> the new law signed by the governor in May is full year 2024 budget. The beefed up penalties include fines of up to $20,000 a day used to discourage legal activity. Under new powers that I uh, that I fought quote under new powers that I fought for in this year's state budget, we can now conduct enforcement against businesses illegally selling cannabis. And I'm proud to report that in just the first three weeks of our effort, we've seized nearly 11 million dollars worth of illicit products. Off undermine the legal cannabis market and with a powerful new tool in our tool belt we're sending a clear and strong message if you sell illegal cannabis in new york you will be caught and you will be stopped dun, dun, dun. the new york city council is also stepping in at a meeting of the new york council cannabis retailers and said that the state is drafting new legislation to give law enforcement additional powers to shut down illicit pot shops. For the time being, unlicensed stores are easy to find in the state. Well, that is true. They are everywhere. Uh, and that's uh, a lot of ground to cover. But you got you to gotta shut those places down. Like I said, they're selling to people that don't even know their age. Who knows what they're even selling? That's the main part. Who knows what they're even selling? So. You have to be super careful. All right, you are listening to Weed. Well, how did I get that up there? Oh, I got smileys all over the place. You're listening to Weed Day Wednesday, brought to you by Tumbleweeds Health Center. Are chronic conditions holding you back from a happy, healthy life? Get on the right track with Tumbleweeds Health Center. Our CBD products are formulated to fit your healthy lifestyle. I would definitely say that CBD has changed my life. I mean, I don't worry about my dog anymore, and I don't worry about sleeping anymore. Tumbleweeds Health Center, voted number one health center in Tucson, has created a proprietary number of CBD blends, each designed to promote health and well-being. Let Tumbleweeds Health Center show you how CBD products might help you improve your life the natural way. 
That's right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. You can email tucson at gmail.com. You can just come on down to the shop at 48. Computer's not responding very well again. So, all right, move back over towards the window (laughs) where we can get better signal. All right, let's see. We're almost done with the show anyway. But the number of federal cannabis prisoners has decreased by 61% over the past five years. Yay. Between 2013 and 2018, a new report shows a decline in the number of federal cannabis prisoners as legalization expands across the U.S. Recently, the Justice Department Bureau of Justice Statistics, BJS, reported that the percentage of people in federal prisons for cannabis convictions has dropped 61% between 2013 and 2018. The data was featured in an article published on July 13th entitled Sentencing Decisions for Per Caro explained that the decrease of people with cannabis-related convictions in prison was the most significant drop in comparison to other substances. Quote, Although the number of people in federal prison for drug offenses decreased over this five-year span, they still accounted for a large share, almost half, of the people in um, Federal Bureau of Prisons BOP custody in 2018, said Carroll. At the same time, we saw differences by the type of drug involved, with more people incarcerated for heroin and methamphetamines and fewer for marijuana and cocaine. In the same same time period, crack cocaine imprisonments dropped by 45%, powder cocaine dropped by 35%, and there was a 4% decline for those imprisoned for opioids. Other hand, <clears throat> heroin has increased by 13%, and methamphetamine increased by 12%. A large majority of people incarcerated in these prisons were labeled as trafficking convictions. In 2013, 94,065 were in federal custody due to trafficking, but only 548 for possession or, quote, other drug, quote, offenses. In 2014, trafficking decreased slightly to 92,378 and possession up to 581 individuals, followed by 88,386 for trafficking and 525 for possession in 2015. However, the most significant change can continue downward, but the number of people in federal prisons dropped to just 150 people. In 2018, only 54 people remained in prison for possession and made up less than 0.1% of all prisoners. The report also included a breakdown of sex, race, and ethnicity separated by drug offense by the end of 2018. For cannabis, 19.3% of prisoners were white, 18.4% were black, 59.3% were Hispanic, 1.8% were Asian, Native, Hawaiian, other Pacific Islander, and 1.3% were uh, American Indian, Alaska, or Alaskan Alaskan Native. Of these prisoners, 95.1% were male and 4.9% were female. Well, There's a clear trend with the decrease in cannabis prisoners uh, and the growth of legalization across the U.S. between 2013 and 2018, although 
With the lack of data between 2018 to present day, it will be some time before more information can be revealed. Other government agencies' data contributes to the big picture. In March, the U.S. Sentencing Commission, USSC, showed federal drug trafficking data for 2022. While the report showed that cannabis cases were decreasing with 5,000 in 2013 to 806 in 2022, uh, cases involving other substances such as cocaine, fentanyl, and methamphetamine have increased. Back in October, um, after President Joe Biden announced he would be pardoning people with federal cannabis convictions on the record, the USSC stated that 6,577 people could possibly receive pardons. In March, the U.S. Justice Department finally launched its own pardon certificate application for people who want to be pardoned for low-level cannabis convictions. On October 6, 2022, the president announced a full, unconditional, and categorical pardon for prior federal and D.C. offenses of simple possession of marijuana, quote, the U.S. Department, uh, the U.S. Justice Department wrote in its announcement, quote, the president's pardon lifts barriers to housing, employment, and educational opportunities for thousands of people with those prior convictions. President Biden directed the Justice Department to develop a process for individuals to receive their In November 2022, Oregon Governor Kathy Brown issued nearly 5,000 pardons for minor cannabis convictions. Governor uh, Gavin Newsom pardoned 10 individuals, although only two had cannabis-related convictions. By the turn of the new year, Pennsylvania Governor Tom Wolf pardoned 2,500 people, 400 of which had nonviolent cannabis convictions on their record. Most recently, Colorado Governor Jared Polis announced that he wants to see pardons for psychedelic convictions. Quote, so anybody who has something on their criminal record that is now legal can have that expunged and doesn't hold them back from future employment opportunities, quote, Polis said at the Psychedelic Science Conference held in Denver. Well, there you have it. Um, that's good news. That's great news. That's fantastic news because the stats before that were pretty darn uh, alarming as far as how many folks are getting arrested um, each and every second. It was, it was pretty astounding. Uh, all right. Well, folks, I think we're going to call it a show. Um, once again, oh, wow, the episode crapped out and I didn't even know it. I hope it was going. Anyway, you all have a great Wednesday, Wednesday. Hopefully I'll get, you know, some of this fixed at some point. Have a great day and we'll let you go out of here with three little birds.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. 